please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. I'm Brett McIntyre with McIntyre Elder Law. And here's a special pre-Thanksgiving edition of the Elder Law Report. And I'm, I'm going to be talking about today protecting what you're thankful for and how you do that. How do you protect what you're thankful for? Um, it has been a dreary week. Andrea, thank you for filming this, okay? And can you show what it looks like outside? It has been a dreary, dreary wet, cloudy week. All week. And, you know, I get up and I come in and people will say, man, that weather out there, you know, it's horrible and all, this other, all these other things. But I have found that to get out of that funk, I like positive vibes. I like to feel good. That I try to think about what I'm grateful for or what I'm thankful for. We shouldn't do this once a week we should, or once a year for Thanksgiving. We should do this once a day at least. Think about what you're grateful and thankful for. Because when you think about that, it's hard to be in a dreary mood at all. It's, it's, it's a little overcast outside, but, uh, but you know what? I'm, I'm thankful to have this building that's our office that we're in, that has heat, that we feel good. I'm thankful to have our technology. I'm thankful for so many things in my life every day. I'm thankful for my beautiful wife. I'm thankful for our six wonderful children who are smart and doing phenomenally at life so far. It amazes me that I've raised functional children. And once one's an actual functional adult that's in college, and I'm very thankful for that. We've given him a lot, him a lot of love and support, um, and he's returned that in spades. So, uh, you know, I think anytime you want to overcome negativity, you want to overcome overcast and cloudy, you think of all the beautiful things in the world and in your life. And you know what? It may be raining today, but the grass wouldn't grow. We wouldn't be able to eat food without that wonderful water that it brings too, right? So there's there's even uh, good things in the bad. And you know, when you're, we're talking about protecting the things that you're thankful for, my thoughts are you're probably thankful for um, your family as well. You're probably thankful for your children. You're probably thankful for your grandchildren. You're thankful for the home that you have. You're thankful for the retirement that say the career that you have or have had and you want to protect that you want to look at how you can pass on what you're grateful for so that those that you're grateful for like your children and grandchildren can live a better life so that they can go to college so that they can uh, you know so that you don't have the things that you have now taken away from you from a healthcare incident like long-term care needs nursing home or assisted living care or in-home care that's no fault of your own. So those are things that as an elder law attorney I look at that differs from a traditional estate planning attorney. Is that eye on the long-term care factor and other issues that impact seniors and their families. So let's say you're estate planning for a couple in their late 30s with two children. There's going to be a different strategic approach to protecting what they're thankful for than to protecting what a, 
a couple in their late 70s or early 80s are thankful for. But the idea is still the same. The overall theme is still the same. Um, your estate planning needs change over time. So as you age, your needs change. And what you need to protect changes and how you need to protect it changes. For instance, if you want to make sure you're able to pay for in-home care, and if you need it one of these days, because people are living longer, medical technology is phenomenal, but it comes with a price. As you age, sometimes you need some help. So, or maybe in a situation where you don't have any choice but to get some help. And who, who does that burden fall upon to pay for that? Long-term care insurance could be great in that situation. It, it would be a godsend in that situation to pay for in-home care, assisted living or nursing home care. The problem is everybody doesn't have that. So the younger you can apply, the more affordable it is, the more chances, the chances are higher that you'll get approved for that insurance benefit. I'm, I don't sell insurance, but I do work with a lot of professionals, okay, who provide insurance. So, um, uh, like long-term care benefits for seniors in their, you know, uh, so, so we would love to be your source of that information. Call me. I work with people in that industry all the time, and we will tell you who we think is the best person to handle your long-term care insurance needs. People have questions about how they should title their cars, how they should title their bank accounts. How are you gonna pass these items outside of probate, which is a process where the will goes through the courts to transfer assets. With a consult, we identify that. Call us, we'll tell you how to do that. We'll tell you how to transfer those cars outside of probate, those automobiles how to transfer bank accounts outside of probate, how to transfer investments outside of probate. Call us, we'll, we'll help you with that. We'll help you avoid probate. Also, everyone, if you're 18 years old, if you're the married couple in their late 30s with two children, or if you're a couple that's in their late 70s, early 80s, or beyond, needs to have foundational documents in place. Foundational documents, I can't stress it enough. Clients, potential clients, come in my office on a regular basis and they want to start up here. They want to put a trust in place. They want to put a Medicaid Asset Protection Trust in place. So they want to put another type of trust in place. First, we need to break it down to make sure they have the foundations built first. And then we can add to that, okay? But we don't want to add, um, uh, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. And you need your foundational documents. You need to build that firm foundation first before you add to it, okay? A general durable power of attorney. I'm gonna go through the foundations. I'm gonna hit the high points of the foundations. General durable power of attorney. That allows the band to play on even if you're not at that point. Even if you become incompetent or incapacitated, you're laid up in the hospital for six months, you can't do anything with your finances, or heaven forbid, you're in nursing home or assisted living care, there's some kind of Alzheimer's dementia issue, incompetence has set in, and, and, and you can't handle things. If you've appointed someone you really trust to handle your uh, 
your affairs, then you know, if you've appointed that person that you trust implicitly, um, then they can still handle your bank accounts and other financial issues. They can still handle those, okay? Um, if not, then those accounts are locked down at that point in time. As far as healthcare issues go, um, it's important that you appoint a quarterback who can talk to the family, huddle up to the family, but then go give directions to doctors, nurses, and others that can make important healthcare decisions, whether it be life or death, or long-term care decisions for you, who's gonna make those decisions for you? It needs to be someone you trust implicitly. And we wanna avoid arguments in the family. A living will. A living will is extremely important if you're, say, terminal, incurable, brain death has occurred, and you're being maintained by artificial machinery, okay? If that happens or a similar situation, how do you want that to be handled? You can say how you want that to be handled. Your voice can be heard in a document called a living will, also known as, or AKA, a declaration for a desire for a natural death. A will is still very important. How do you want to pass your property? Heaven forbid you pass away. Who do you want to get your things? Who do you want to get your money? You can state that in your will. Otherwise, it falls to the state statutes called intestate succession statutes that already are set up to pass your property the way the state has delegated that. And then, last but not least, your will. Uh, I'm sorry. Last but not least, something like a ladybird deed. Okay, that that could be first. You know, but let's get our foundations out of the way. Ladybird deed is not a foundational document, but it could be. Uh, it could be absolutely part of your package, your estate planning package. If you want to protect your home, plus any surrounding property up to a value of about $550,000, if you want to do that, and then um, you want that property to remain under your control for the rest of your life, and you want it to go to your loved ones, let's say your children. You can have it go to anyone you want, but maybe your children. But you want to make sure that you still have access to a long-term care benefit, like long-term care Medicaid, pay for assisted living or nursing home care, then what you would want to do is put a ladybird deed on your home to take that asset off the table, so to speak, to immediately protect that asset and make it not part of that countable asset transfer. So that would be a good explanation of how an estate plan might be looked at for a senior, okay? And if there are certain assets, you want to look at trust planning. We draft a lot of trusts, special needs trust, veterans asset protection trust, or uh, also uh, Medicaid asset protection trust. And I have an example of a Medicaid asset protection trust right here, uh, where the money that's inside or the real estate that's inside can be invested, sold, new properties purchased, and a look back period for a transfer to the trust leaves still available that Medicaid benefit for long-term care while protecting the assets that you placed inside. So there's a lot of more advanced trust planning that we do and that we can get into absolutely in a console, okay, uh, with our office. So coming up on Thanksgiving and this Thanksgiving holiday season is an amazing opportunity to meet with family to talk to loved ones about putting in place 
these types of asset protection tools to make sure that you protect those assets and those things you've worked for, those things you're thankful for, so those loved ones you're thankful for can, and you can enjoy the fruits of your labor and not lose it to a, a long-term care or healthcare issue that's no fault of your own. I'm Greg McIntyre at McIntyre Elder Law, and I'm thankful for my loved ones and my family, uh, as I know you are yours. Uh, I'm also thankful for you, my potential clients, and I'm thankful for my clients. Without my business, without the ability to do what I do, um, without my clients, I would not be able to, uh, to take care of my wife and my children and myself. So thank you uh, for the potential clients and the clients out there and the listeners out there and the watchers out there as well. Uh, thank you so much. Enjoy the holiday season. And uh, we'll see you next Friday for another overall report. Please don't wait McIntyre Elder Law Life is busy, we all know We put off planning till things get slow Tomorrow's never promised today Don't get too busy and let it all slip away Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Foundational planning or more complex We can help when you're perplexed If a loved one needs long-term care Help avoid some of the scare. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Estate planning benefits and even probate. We take the planning piece off your plate. If you or your spouse were in the military, we can help with benefits for your family. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Please don't wait till it's too late.